Hello, this is Shannon Lynn, and you're listening to the Dialed In Podcast. Namaste, namaskaram, hello. I am your host, Shannon Lynn, and welcome to the second episode of the Dialed In Podcast. On this episode, we will be dialing in with Tantra specialist, David Joyner. In this episode, we will also be talking about the meaning of Tantra and what it actually is, as this is a very misinterpreted word, similar to yoga and meditation, but we will be addressing these in a later episode. So first about Tantra, and then we'll get into our special guest, one of my most amazing longtime friends, David Joyner. So Tantra, it's not something that can be fully covered in a one-hour podcast. We could probably do a full hundred episodes or more on Tantra and the different forms of it. Tantra is an ancient technology, a science. And it's probably one of the most misinterpreted and misrepresented words out there. This is mostly because of how the West, in a way, has twisted its meaning. And of course, when you hear Tantra, you're conditioned to automatically think of sex. Well, Tantra is not sex. And if you ever said that to a yogi or Tibetan master, they'd probably give you a weird look and have a little chuckle. So just as the West has turned yoga into an athletic, somewhat ego-based, spandex-type clothing sport, Tantra has been turned into sex. So Tantra is one of the main traditions of yoga. And as an aside, there are two main traditions of yoga, one being the Tantric tradition and the other being the Vedic tradition. So we will get into the Vedic tradition in later episodes very deeply, (laughs) but um, we're just going to stick with the um, tantric tradition today. So some of this tradition is written down in texts and a lot is not because in history, this tradition has been somewhat secret for multiple reasons. I won't explain all the reasons today, but some of them would have to be with the fact that this is a very specific practice a tradition that if done incorrectly can actually cause harm to the person doing the practice, the technology. And in the wrong hands, it can also create a lot of harm. Tantra's philosophical concepts attempt to reach up to the loftiest of heights and attempt to express the inexpressible. And in the same sentence, it's a practical system in which the practitioner can experience higher awareness for himself if he or she carefully follows the tried and true technologies. The system of Tantra is called Sadhana Shastra, which means it's practice-oriented, and its purpose is to give every individual spiritual illumination. The practices in Tantra are vast to suit all different types of people, combined with more advanced practices realized by Tantric sages throughout the ages in deep meditations. Tantra is the science of seeing, feeling, knowing the infinite. Tantra is a means to know your divine nature, and then the divine nature of everything. It's a universal system, 
and has been and still is a way of life for various groups of people throughout the world. Now, this is a very extremely brief introduction and description of Tantra, so we will go deeper into the meaning and history in further episodes. Let's meet our guest, David Joyner, Tantra massage specialist and spiritual energy healer. He practices White Lotus Tantra and has studied with some of the most renowned tantric masters around the world. In addition to his Tantra specialty, he is a trained Swedish massage therapist and Reiki practitioner. He has been studying the science and practicing since the age of 20. You can find out more about David on his website, tantraharmony.com. So I have to share this because I love this about David and it's so cool that he was able to travel the world sharing love, singing, I love you, you love me as Barney the Dinosaur. Yes, we get to speak to the world-renowned Barney. So cool. David is also probably one of the most amazing people I know. And I believe it was back in 2010 when we were both celebrity ambassadors and guests at the Santa Monica Red Cross Red Tie Affair. And I recall seeing this tall, handsome man with exuberant energy gleaming with life force across the room. And we ended up becoming really good friends. And to this day, David is one of the top people that I call when I need advice or just a shoulder to cry on. He has been there for me through some of my darkest days and is one of the most beautiful souls that I know. It's also worth checking out an episode he did on Fox Soul. I'll post the link in the description at the end. So the dialogue that you're about to hear is a Facebook Live that David and I did about three years ago answering people's questions in relation to Tantra and relationships. So as you can imagine, some of the questions do deal with love, they deal with sex, they deal with energy and how to use Tantra and the technology of Tantra when it comes to relating to another human being. David is an amazing healer. So without any further ado, Mr. David Joyner. Uh, my name is David Joyner, and I started studying Tantra when I was 19. Uh, dabbled in it for a little bit, on and off. And it wasn't until um, 2004 when I decided to really, really buckle down and, and turn it into a business. Um, between 19 years old, which was 1983, and 2004, of course, I studied at different, uh, took different courses, different places, um, also studied at the International Tantric Institute. And Tantra Massage was uh, one of the things that really called me, um, also being a uh, licensed massage therapist. And growing up, my grandmother always telling me that I had a gift of healing. And so it was important for me to always nurture that gift and continue to understand that the spiritual aspect of, of what I do in my everyday living is very important and to be able to incorporate that um, not only in tantric massage but in massage also in acting because I'm also an actor and uh, a lot of people when they think about tantra they automatically think it's about sex 
But Tantra is so much more than that. It's, um, if you can imagine um, a light bulb and the electricity that allows that light bulb to shine, that light bulb has to have power in order for it to generate the actual chemicals and molecules inside it to radiate that bright shine, that glow that we see. Well, a lot of what we think of as our sexual energy in Tantra is the electricity that allows that light bulb to shine within us. So the light bulb, if you can imagine starting, when you screw a light bulb in, you always, you see the base of the light bulb and you see that tip and you know that's going to screw into the socket that's going to connect and allow the electricity to happen. Well, if you can imagine your base chakra, uh, your root chakra at the base of your spine, sorry, the root chakra at the base of your spine being that tip and where all that energy starts and that energy goes up. Well, in the White Lotus Tantra that I studied, it's important to allow that energy to go up, that kundalini energy, that sexual energy, your life force energy, your light energy to go up and go through the crown chakra, which is your spiritual enlightening chakra. Now, I know we're going to touch on that today about how to pull that energy up, because from what I've understood, a lot of people are through kundalini yoga and other forms of allowing their energy to rise are not sometimes able to pull it up past that second chakra which is your sacral chakra and a lot of times that energy gets misconstrued with just sex and wanting to have sex and the the horniness of it but in essence if you train yourself and discipline is a very important key and allowing that energy to rise even further before releasing the energy. Uh, the Western world will teach us to release that energy as soon as possible. But <laughs> in Tantra, we learn how to discipline that energy to allow it to continue to rise so that when that energy rises, it, it rises and it goes past the heart chakra, the fourth chakra, and a lot of things that are stored in our third chakra, our solar plexus, because of uh, anxiety, frustration, fear, anger, pain, guilt, blame, all those things being stored. And that solar plexus is not being able to go up to the heart chakra. So your sexual energy starting at, at your sacral chakra is getting blocked. And it's like, oh, my heart's like, hey, come on up, join the party, join the party. And uh, so it's important to allow that energy to rise. And the more you able the more you are able to let it rise, the more you're able to connect with that light, that bulb within you, and being able to shine that light brighter and brighter and brighter, and not just fizzle the light because I'm releasing in the second chakra, I'm releasing in the second second chakra. So uh, I can go on and on and on. Jump in, Shannon. <laughs> Well, that actually just brings up a question because I have um, a few people who have asked, okay, so I'm working on bringing this energy up. Um, the biggest question I get is number one, how do I bring the energy up? Number two, how do I know that the energy is coming up? How do I know that, that that's what's happening? Because I have some people who say, oh, I have this like lightning bolt that it feels like it's coming up through my spine and shooting out the top of my head. So that would be the main thing. Uh, not the main thing, I have a whole list of questions here, so I don't know if we can cover them all in half an hour, but how do they bring it up and how do they know that Okay, that's meditation is, is a plus. Um, and meditation is a plus a lot within anything that you do. Whether you believe in God or not, um, 
I am an avid believer in God, grew up in the Christian faith and understanding my Christian background and also understanding the foundation of spirituality. Because the more spiritual you are aware of, and when I say that, I mean the fact that we are spiritual beings and we know that we're spiritual beings. And the more that you connect with your spirituality and the more you understand how your spirit resonates, the more you're able to connect on a higher power on a higher source and understanding God's divine energy and that sacred energy. So when you're asking that energy now, that Kundalini energy to come up, you're basically wanting that energy to come up. So it's almost like a manifestation of bringing that energy up. And there are certain different techniques that you could do to bring the energy up. Number one, knowing that your polarity system, uh, I know this is reversed, but this is my left hand. Knowing that we, we pull in energy from our left. Our body has a negative to positive polarity. We pull in energy from our left. We radiate the energy from our right. So if you can imagine your left hand being like a magnet to your right hand. So your right hand is pushing the energy out and your left hand is pulling the energy in. So even the simple fact of the exercise of putting your left hand on your crown chakra. So then you put your right hand at your root chakra. And so you're now asking that Kundalini to rise through your system and your left hand is basically acting as a magnet, pulling that energy up. Now, of course, it's not just gonna happen. It's not just gonna be, hey, I'm gonna put my hands here and hands here. It's like, oh, okay, mm, nothing's happening. That's where the meditation comes in. That's where the understanding and the awareness of your spiritual connection comes in. Because again, we're, we're trying to connect our sexual energy with our spiritual energy so that they're, con they're together, they're whole, they're, they're conducting in unison. Because the more that you allow your energy within you to conduct in unison, and we, we know of it as spirit, mind, and body. A lot of times people say mind, body, and spirit. Well, in Tantra, we say spirit first, mind, then the body because we want to allow the spirit to leave the mind to be con conscious of that that energy and then the body to come along along for the ride so as you place your right hand on your root chakra and your left hand on your crown chakra you're basically telling that energy come i'm welcoming you to rise i'm welcoming you to rise and then you'll start feeling that energy come up and you'll feel this excitement come within you. So then even by swaying the body like the ocean and just allowing your body to move in a very loving way connects with that feeling and that blissful feeling of joy. Because the key is, again, we don't want it to stop at the second chakra. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the second chakra, that's your sacral chakra, which is also your, your sexual energy chakra. And you want that energy to pass through that chakra energy, that your sacral chakra, because you want it to go up, 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 up. And you have to sometimes even force it to come up. Um, as you can imagine, uh, just, just pulling on a rope, pulling on a rope. Sometimes it's not gonna be easy. You just gotta pull it and pull it and pull it and pull it. So the more you meditate, the more you understand it. I want this energy to come up. I need this energy to come up. I, I, I desire this energy to come up. And that's where the discipline comes in. And the more and more you practice that, the more and more you become aware of that energy. So when it starts to come alive, you then know that, hey, it's not just a flash energy. 
it's an energy that's going to take its time. It's going to rise. So we don't want to fool ourselves either mentally thinking, oh, wow, that felt great. That, that's, that's what it is. That must be what it is. And it's like, no, not necessarily. Because you want to know and you want to know for sure. So the more you practice, the more you discipline yourself, the more you become aware of it so that when it does start happening naturally, then you're like, there it is, there it is. And then you'll get to, you'll get to the understanding where when you're with someone intimately, your energy does not rise until their energy rises. So then you're in harmony with each other. So because you've done enough practice on yourself and enough discipline on yourself, you understand your energy. So now you can radiate that energy with someone else's energy and vice versa. And even if that person's not harmonizing on the same frequency as you are, and the vibration is not as increased as your vibration, you can actually pull that person's vibration up. But again, it's being aware of your vibration and your energy. So it always starts home first. The more you base everything on home, that means yourself, then you're able to radiate that energy with someone else. And in regards to the kundalini energy, this like that's something that needs a lot of reverence. Like in the yogic tradition, intense sadhana in practice is super important. If you are working on bringing up that kundalini energy or even just preparing your body to, because if there are blockages or imbalances, this is something that can cause the body, the mind, a lot of harm, and in some cases, even death. So a lot of reverence definitely needs to go into bringing it up. For example, when we prepare to go into Samadhi, there's years and years of clearing required to make sure that you're even able to be attuned to those more subtle energies. But I guess that's a, another episode. So to get back to a few questions here from our viewers, um, I have three and I already know the answer to this one, but let's ask it. It's about whether or not Tantra can be practiced alone. The second question is in regards to intimate relationships and if this can be practiced with a, an intimate partner. And then the third one is it is said that in the yogic tradition that in engaging in sexual relations releases the vital energy force and a lot of people i guess you could say complain that after they engage in these relations they're extremely tired afterwards so let's talk a little bit about that as well just basically with the, the, the exercise that I was just talking about, pulling the energy up, um, you can do that alone. And then also um, breathing techniques. Breathing is very important. Uh, and to be able to focus on your breathing as you're breathing. Um, when you, and, and I know this is a touchy subject for some people, when you masturbate, learn how to love masturbation. Um, a lot of people, feel that masturbation is about a release well in tantra you learn how to massage the lingam and for a female you learn how to massage the yoni so that you're loving your your sexual energy it's not about a release it's not about a physical pleasure it's about wanting that energy to rise and then also getting in touch with your loving energy in a way that as that energy now starts to rise you feel it rising in a very reverent, loving way. 
and you're starting to honor and respect that energy within you. So even through masturbation, you learn how to just love the energy. You take your time. And then think of it as, I'm not trying to release, I'm trying to rise. So then it's not about a gratification, bam, I'm done. It's about a blissful energy rising in your system. And even if there's no release, then you know that energy is now rising. And even sometimes you don't want it to release because then again, that's where the discipline comes in. And you want that discipline now to take over because of the training is so important. And the, and the question about um, connecting with someone, uh, I'm gonna go to the third question and I'll come back to the second. When that energy starts to rise sometimes, if you're not trained or you haven't, um, let's say build up your endurance, yeah, it's gonna be draining and that's okay. I remember several times being so drained. Sometimes the next day you're just like, oh my God, oof. But again, think of yourself as a professional athlete. The training has to come and play before you're able to get on the field and play the game. If your body is not conditioned to play the game, then of course you're gonna be tired but yet you're going to keep working at it, keep working at it, keep working at it, keep working at that conditioning so that you're ready to play the game. And so that when you're on the field playing the game or on the basketball court playing the game, your body is conditioned ready. The same thing with your tantric energy and your spiritual sexual energy connecting and rising together. Yes, because when you think about it, when that energy from your crown chakra, your spiritual enlightening chakra, when that energy starts to rise through your crown chakra, it can be the, the most beautiful, blissful feeling. And then it can also be the most tiring, drawn feeling because you almost feel like every part of your body is being, the energy has just been drawn out of you. And again, discipline, discipline. Now, one of the things that I love to practice too is what I consider my sphere my protective sphere, my force field, so that you learn how to be able to radiate that energy without draining yourself, without causing negative energy to come back in and penetrate. Because then, again, consciously, on a meditation basis, you almost you say to yourself, I'm building this beautiful bubble around me that no one can penetrate this bubble. And you meditate on that. You meditate on this beautiful sphere, this protective sphere. And you meditate on being able to share the energy without giving the energy away. Because the more you're able to share the energy, the more divine spirit is gonna come within you and like a cup underneath a faucet and the water is continuing to flow into the cup you're now receiving this abundance of energy that's gonna to continue to bubble and bubble and bubble so that you find yourself now not becoming drained. Now you find yourself having more and more and more energy because again, you're sharing the energy, you're not giving it away or you're not allowing someone to take it from you. So the, the second question, when you're with someone and maybe your vibration is on a higher level, than their vibration. Connect with them. Become the teacher. Help them understand where you are so that now they can come up to where you are. A very simple, simple tool is a lot of times when people are intimate, even in kissing, 
you close your eyes. Look at each other when you kiss. Connect with each other. And even before you kiss, look deep into the person's eyes. And then look even deeper into the person's soul. So then you want to meditate and even verbalize this through communication. Show your appreciation to that person and even say to that person, I see you. I appreciate you. I honor you. I honor the goddess energy in you. I respect the goddess energy in you. I respect the spirit of God in you. As we connect on an intimate level, I want to connect with you out of honor, out of respect, out of love and adoration. So even just verbalizing that as you're looking into someone's eyes, you will bring their vibration up, even if they're not at your level. So then once their level starts to come up with yours, you start harmonizing with each other. And like the ocean, you start making this beautiful wave that takes place. So now you're not like this, and now it's not just physical, it's spiritual. So again, the spirit is taking the lead. The mind is aware of everything that's happening. In the body, it's just along for the ride. Beautiful, like a moving meditation yeah. in a way where you're aware of all of the senses. Um, and I think making it and honoring it as a sacred practice also adds to that. So, you know, if you need to clear the space before, like light some sage, sage is always good to add into that or light candles. Um, there's incense that you can use and just find, like make the space uh, sacred, like a temple, right? So where you go into to, to talk to God in a way, right? To reach the source and connect. And I think another big thing is it's just lack of education or lack of um, awareness about this subject. We're brought up in society to think certain things. Um, there's really no no education on it because Tantra used to be something that was not really widely known, right? And it just became popular, popularized 30, 40 years and then, ago into the then media. Then even the popularity of it, you have to consider it, it's a Western popularity. Whereas Eastern philosophy really yeah. digs deep into the understanding, the knowledge of Tantra and the awareness on a profound level. And it's not just about sex. It's about your loving energy. It's about your divine energy. It's about allowing that energy to connect with God's universal divine energy so that love stems because the foundation of Tantra is love. Everything grows, stems, evolves from love. So you're building that foundation on love. You're radiating that energy with love and from love. Therefore, you're going to receive love and knowing that it's all about love. Each and everything that you do in life, it's about love. And when you're connecting with someone, on a spiritual intimate level, connect with them through that love. It's, it's, it is as simple as it sounds, it's very hard. And when I say very hard, I mean, it's very hard to grasp because we have to break down those barriers of what we've been taught through society, through pornography, through the church, through religion, through our upbringings and all these things that has put a negative connotation on sex 
and what sex is and even the fact of saying it's naughty or nasty now puts this negative connotation in your mind whereas no it's beautiful it's loving it's reverent it's spiritual and when you just change even those words in your mind your thought pattern then you're now taking it to a whole different level so then you yourself you're going to go to a higher level so then you're going to know i'm not going to cheapen this i'm not just going to be in a one night stand i'm not just going to be with someone physically because i don't want to bring myself down to that level i don't want to go backwards i want to go forward and i want to go upward and onward and anyone that i'm associating with i want them to also go upward and onward so there's this respect and this honor so even as a male you now look at females as not as victims or as sexual objects you look at men as loving goddesses beautiful spiritual beings and then even that changes your mindset in everything else that you do and mindset is so important isn't it so that brings us to our next question here that we have from our viewers and it's about pornography and mental constructs so let's go a little bit deeper into that and Pornography is something nowadays that for youth, it seems to be like the only learning tool. And, and it's unfortunately that that is a learning tool um, because, and, and again, let me profess that I am not a expert. I am not a professor. I am not a teacher. Um, this is through knowledge, through training, through learning, and then also through um, experience that I gather what I share. Um, and when it comes to pornography, a lot of times when, when people look at pornography and I can't base this on just everyone, you know, in general, but it's for self gratification and it's for a release. And then again, that energy, because that energy is so important, that release of that energy can sometimes become addictive. And then you're going to want to continue to release that energy because again, it's, it's, it's getting trapped into the second chakra and it's all about the gratification and the pleasure of releasing that energy and that's where pornography has taken advantage and it's become a multi-billion dollar industry um, because so many people are drawn to that and then what happens is it almost diffuses what true sexual intimacy is all about because then when you're with a partner and your mindset is thinking on this, on this pornography that you may have seen. Uh, you're now trying to associate that with the person you're with instead of truly connecting with that person and being on the same wave as that person. And I, I say this to people too all the time. When you're with someone, you want to be able to read their energy. And if you're with someone, Wilson, that's green, and doesn't necessarily know Tantra, doesn't know, necessarily know what this is all about. The spiritual energy, the sexual energy connecting, have no clue, no idea. Then simple energy exercises with that person. Uh, there's a position called the Yam Yam in Tantra where you sit and the male sits and the woman sits in front of him and extends her legs across his legs and toward his back. And you're sitting there in this posture and you're holding each other. And so just by putting your left hand on that person's back and then putting your right hand 
on top of your left hand. You're now, because your left hand is behind the heart chakra, you're now pulling in that loving energy from that person's heart. It's going through you and then coming out of your right hand, going back into the left hand. So you're connecting in a very loving way with that person. And then just looking into the person's eyes as you're sitting in this beautiful, easily um, positioned, understanding that as your body now starts to move, you're moving in harmony. And you're moving with this loving energy now being the catalyst of this move. It's driving this move. And again, looking into the person's eyes, connecting with the person, really understanding who you're with. So now you're connecting and pornography is no, there, no, no longer there. You're now not looking at this person as a sexual being of gratification. You're now looking at this person as a spiritual soul, someone that you want to connect with intimately because they are inviting you to connect with them intimately. And again, your vibrations start rising together. So doing that exercise, and then even simply doing the exercise where you place your left hand on your heart, you allow that person to place their left hand on their heart. Then you take your right hand and you place it on the person's left hand, and you take their right hand, or you ask them to put their right hand on top of your left hand. So you're doing basically the same thing, but now you're at a separation. So your bodies are at maybe um, two, two feet apart to where now that energy is flowing and it's flowing around you and it's flowing within this space. And you're allowing this energy to flow in such a loving way. And again, you're connecting with this person. And then the third exercise that you can do is very simple if someone has no idea. The breath of life exercise where you literally put your lips on the other person's lips. And let me just turn profile where you put your lips on the other person's lips, you breathe out as they breathe in. As they breathe out, you breathe in. You're breathing in their energy, they're breathing in your energy. And then you'll feel this energy starts to rise at your base chakra, your root chakra, I always say base chakra, at your root chakra at the base. It starts to rise and you start feeling this energy rise and you start feeling it rising together. And that's the beautiful thing about it, because you're harmonizing together like a beautiful symphony. You're allowing all these instruments inside you and inside her to now play beautiful melodic music. And the spirit is the conductor. Beautiful. And for people who are looking to experience this in regards to the sensation physically, um, would you say that it's different when energy rises totally, together? Totally, totally. Because again, it becomes spirit, mind, body. So think of the physical being the last of all of this as it's taking place. Your spirit is leading. Your mind is understanding and aware of everything that's going on. And the body, again, is just long for the ride. So then even that takes the physical away from it. So very close to meditation. So almost like a meditation in which you're envisioning and you have that intention of bringing the energy up the spine, connecting um, and reaching a sacred exactly. space. And again, a lot Wonderful. of it takes training. It takes time. It takes time. You're totally right. It does take time. And I think for some people that might even be a deterrent from, from practicing it. 
So next question, what are the views and your views on sharing sacred energy with more than one person at a time? We all hear about the type who are open to, you know, love is for everyone. We're all one. We're connected. Let's just share love all over the place. So I want to hear what your views are on that. When you understand um, intimacy on a level, on a spiritual level, then you also understand that you can allow that energy to coexist with others. But it's important to know what you're doing. Um, Even in my sessions, being able to connect with all my different goddess clients on a high level and a high vibration um, somewhat takes me out of being in a relationship because I want to make sure that my energy, when I go into a session, I want to make sure that my energy is for that person and my energy is open and available for that person and open and available to receive divine energy to allow that energy to rise. Um, so me being in a relationship, I cannot see that's that happening because I, I need to make sure that I'm open. Now, that's myself. Someone else being in a relationship and then being with someone else or even not being in a relationship and being with multiple people or multiple partners It's very important that you are aware of what's going on. Um, There were times in my life where, and and again, in Tantra, it's all about being honest and being truthful and allowing that truth and love to grow. There have been times in my life where being with others wasn't necessarily truthful, Uh, yet they didn't know this person or that person or that person was involved in this energy that I'm now creating. And now in my life, being more open, being more honest, um, allowing the other person to know what's going on. Now you allow that person to say to themselves, I now choose whether or not I want to be intimate with you because I now know what's going on. And then you allow that person to grow even more so within their identity because now they have to look at themselves and say, okay, do I want to be involved? Do I want to connect with this person? Knowing that this person is connecting with other people. If I choose to, now I'm sharing. I'm not giving or nothing's being taken away. So again, that continues to help the energy grow. So it's important to me now just to be open and honest and let people know what's going on. Now, Five, ten years ago, I may have told you something totally different. (laughs) But this is David Joyner awakened now. That's so important, too, uh, because we even look at when we look about look at energy, even in in a yogic practice, just in life. You know, we we think about, well, who do we want in our circle? Because if we're around people with negative energy, we're going to take that on if we're not properly grounding. Um, so not even going into each other's sacred sexual space, 
uh, we're taking on that energy. So when you're going into that sacred space, you're taking on that energy even more. So be damn careful about who you let in that space. I would definitely say. Um, and if that person you're letting in your space is in a bunch of other people's spaces, you're taking on that energy too. So it's just be be really careful and treat it as a sacred practice um, and practice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Let me just share this because a lot of times um, we get caught up with certain words of what's what's happening, uh, divine spirit <sighs> chakras. It's important to understand that we're all human beings and we all connect on a conscious level with other human beings. And some of us aren't spiritual. Um, some of us don't even believe in God or the fact that there is a divine source that's higher than us, that has a higher power than us. But yet, when we connect in the everyday world, we have to connect with people through, whether it be through our jobs, whether it be through just going to the grocery store or just whatever. The more you're able to know your foundation, the more you're able to know who you are and what you're all about. And whether you're spiritual or not, know your foundation and know your truth. So that when you interact with others, you're interacting on truth and you're interacting in a way that's going to radiate that energy back to you. If you find yourselves pulling in negative energy consistently, um, sometimes that could be emotionally blocked energy that's inside of you that's attracting that energy. Or sometimes it could be us feeding ourselves that negative energy and then radiating that energy, which is going to attract that energy. So it's important to know self first. When you interact, when you communicate, when you respond to people, even in your driving, whatever you're doing, whatever that's going on in your world, get to know yourself first, get to know your foundation so that if you are on a journey of higher enlightenment, of more conscious thought, of elevating your vibration to a higher frequency. If you are on that path, then you will also understand the more that you become true to your foundation, the more you're going to rise, the more you're going to find humanity to be loving, compassionate, and even in this world of chaos and disarray and everything that's going on around us, the more that you keep your foundation based on your journey, your love, your growth, your, your desire to become more enlightened, then that's going to allow you to interact in such a beautiful way with other people that it's going to continue to allow you to grow. And it's such a beautiful feeling. I mean, just going to a store and, and just looking at someone with such joy and compassion and and putting a smile on her face just because of your smile and your energy. It's so beautiful. So I just wanted to share that last bit. And I, there was one more part that I really like about how you explain Tantra and it's with the windshield. Do you think you could cover that quickly before we- uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As Shannon and I were talking um, about how 
when this energy starts rising and a lot of people who aren't necessarily um, aware that this energy is rising and they want to just let it go and let it be and let it be free. Um, sometimes, even in, <laughs> and as I was giving the example, of driving in a snowstorm, um, if your windshield wipers aren't working, then you're not necessarily going to see what you're doing or where you're going. And there's certain times where you may have to use windshield washer fluid to help clean off everything that's now accumulated on that windshield. So as that energy starts rising and you feel it rising, be aware. I, I know I'm not saying this like I, I said it the other day, but because the way I said it the other day it was profound. And sometimes things come to me in that moment. And it's like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, I want to remember that. I want to remember that. But basically, <laughs> it's about being aware and knowing that sometimes you, you have to turn on that windshield wiper. Sometimes you have to get the dirt and the debris out of the way in order for you to continue to see and continue to go on your journey. Don't get bogged down by a lot of things that are coming into your vision or into your, your space and, and, and bringing you to a way that's now going to filter what you're able to do and what you're able to see. So take the time, clean, take the time and enjoy. Ah, oh, that's the most important thing. Enjoy, have fun, have fun in life and enjoy. Yeah, there's so much beauty. And um, I remember when you first described it in the video you sent us years ago for the yoga retreat. It's like with Tantra, it's your windshield wipers and, and everyone in general in society, because a lot of different things like experiences, constructs, all of that, our windshields are dirty, right? And with Tantra, we're, we're cleaning the windshield so we can see clearly, we can feel clearly and we can see the beauty. So um, letting that energy rise in a way lets the windshield become nice and clear so that you can actually see and you go through life with that um, nice clear vision. We look at the chakras we're opening the third eye not only looking at ourselves more clearly but being able to see the rest of the world and see through clearly. the veil and that uh, yeah maya mm -hmm, illusion mm -hmm. right and and even yeah. so i'm sorry not to interrupt but even in opening the third eye to the way that you're able to see through the veil even in seeing others come into your space that may not have right energy that's conducive to your energy. And I, 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 I try to stay from the word neg stay away from the word negative energy because not all of us have negative energy. Some of us just aren't aware of the energy that we're walking around with. Okay. So let's just say emotionally blocked energy or not the right energy that's conducive to where you're heading and your journey. So when you're able to open that third eye, you're now able to see through the veil and then you're able to see what that person's all about and who that person truly is because again once you start looking at self then it allows you to look without and then you're able to understand and as that energy now rises then you continue to allow that energy to rise and you're like oh okay i see who you are now and then you have the choice you have the opportunity to say okay i want to be in this person's world or i don't because sometimes we're placed in someone's mm -hmm. path for a reason and sometimes that person's placed in our path for a reason. So it's now determining, okay, why are you in my path? 
Why am I in your path? Is it conducive for both of us on our journey upward? Or are we both going upward? Or is, is one of us going backwards and trying to pull the other one backwards? So then we have to understand and know what's going on. And again, the more we allow this energy to rise, the more we're able to understand discernment, the more we're able to trust. Women, your gut instinct is so powerful. If you learn to communicate to that voice within you, that spiritual gut instinct that's within you, and not only communicate, but trust it. So that when you hear something, when you feel something, respond and know that this is truth. This is truth. And it will save and keep you out of a lot of different situations that you find yourselves in because you're like, hey, I knew I should have listened to my gut. And the more you do that also <laughs> when this energy rises, for health reasons, you learn to get more oxygen into your organs. Um, your communication becomes a lot clearer because you're, now your communication is based on love. So then the perception and the reception of the communication is received through love. You learn how to see things through love. You learn how to see others through love. And then you see people for a situation. Let's say, I always say, consider the source. If someone does something and it may be out of character, consider the source because we're all on a journey. We're not at the same place in our journeys and not everyone has the same energy. So that person may not be a bad person. They're just at a different place in their journey. So then you consider the source and find out what it is that's now causing this negative energy or bad energy or not right energy that's in my space, in my world, whether I'm working with you, whether I'm intimate with you, why is this energy now a part of my world? Well, let's now get to the root. Let's find out. Let's get to the source. And then we can either be with, help, or continue to grow with, or say, you know what? I can't do it. I'm sorry. And that's probably the hardest part, hey? Mm -hmm. Letting go. Yeah. 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 Well, Wonderful. I think this is so important to people's spiritual growth and letting that energy come up past the second chakra. We're a very blocked society for many reasons. And and um, it's something that's important, but I think people are afraid to ask about, or maybe they just aren't aware that, that it's mm -hmm. even out there, that they can have a more joyful, blissful experience not only as a result physically but spiritually i, I see i see a quick question so, sandy wrote what what happens when your gut is wrong um and again i'm not a professor i'm not an expert in this um with my awareness of it is the more you're you're allowing positive energy to come within the more that you're going to understand positive energy and you're going to understand that when your gut's speaking to you it's speaking to you in a positive way. Um, sometimes we feel it's our gut, but it's our head telling us something. And then it comes to the training to know which, what am I listening to? Which one is speaking right now? Is this my head talking or is this my gut talking? 
Confirmation and affirmation is one of the most important things also in your spiritual awareness and your awakening. Because when the gut speaks and it's speaking to you within truth, there will be a confirmation and an affirmation that takes place to let you know that, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you here. Please acknowledge what I'm saying. If your gut's wrong, it may not be your gut. Or if you think it's wrong, are you thinking it's wrong because of, no, this is not the way I want it to play out. Or are you thinking it's wrong because <laughs> this is really wrong? Because sometimes we go through life and some things may come up that we're like, no, I don't want it to be like this. Well, sometimes those things come up to allow us to grow on our journey and learn on our journey. I, and I can even use myself as an example. When I got married, one of the main reasons I got married was to have children and to settle down. And then coming to find out that I couldn't have children. And even in my relationship with my ex-wife, there were a lot of things that were going on besides the children aspect that really wasn't conducive to us being together. And after a while, it's like, you know what? And of course, you know, I used to question, it's like, everything, everything is beautiful in my life. My job is going great. Uh, everything else is going great. My acting career is going great. The, I interact with people that it's wonderful. Why is my marriage not going great? What's going on? But I'm here to tell you, if it wasn't for that, and if it wasn't for what my ex-wife and I went through, and it wasn't for that divorce, I don't know if I would be here talking to you right now about Tantra. Because it was after my divorce when I decided I need to find my peace. I need to get my peace back. I need to get back to David Joyner. I need to get back to the person that my parents raised. And by digging back into my tantric studies and digging back into understanding my relationship with God and understanding that divine, beautiful, harmonious relationship that lives within me, then things started growing at a higher pace because when I first started studying Tantra, I was 19 years old. My mindset was totally different than I was when I was in my 40s because now a lot of the things that I read back then have come into practice so that now I'm walking around with more of an understanding, more of an enlightenment, more of a seeking. And now I'm grabbing and it's like, okay, I wanna learn this because I'm now focusing on my peace because of my divorce. And then once I started doing that, other things started shifting and then it helped me realize I can be of service. I can be, and it then became my mission. I wanna help women reconnect with their goddess energy. I wanna help women understand how powerful they are and understand how important their sexual energy is and that you don't have to give that energy away. And the more that you allow that energy to rise within you and the more that you allow that goddess energy to take flight, to elevate you and to own that goddess energy, live in that goddess energy, understand that that goddess energy is sacred and pure and divine. And knowing that you're filled with sacred energy, knowing that you're filled with divine energy, knowing that you are beautiful. If I'm able to help women reignite that energy, I'm just, I'm in awe. I'm in awe and I thank God every single day for the ability to be able to be a part of that. Because 
truly, I truly believe feminine energy is the most powerful energy in this universe. We would not exist if it was not for this feminine energy. And I so truly honor, love, and respect it. So if people want to get a hold of you, David, can they go to your website? Um, yes, um, my website is Tantra Harmony. Um, that's T-A-N-T-R-A harmony.com. Um, on my website, it basically breaks down a Tantra massage session. And then also, if you want to get in touch with me uh, through Twitter, Instagram, my, uh, my ID is djoiner22. And of course, my Facebook page is also djoiner22. Your energy is amazing. You already know that. Thank you, Shan. <laughs> and <laughs> definitely the most uh, most beautiful times I've had spending time with you. So you're just you're just amazing. And I think more people need to experience the beautiful gifts that you have to share. So, and I hope people are interested in learning more. If they are, uh, we can definitely do this again. So make sure and let us know. And uh, this is obviously recorded Facebook Live. So um, share it, you know, get the information out. It's definitely important. And uh, let us know any other questions you have for future broadcasts. So thank you again. Um, enjoy the beautiful weather in California. I shall, I shall. And hopefully see you soon. Thank you, Janet. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> have a great day. Blessings to everyone. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode with David Joyner talking about Tantra. We hope to have him back very soon. Thank you again for listening. I hope that through this, we can collectively evolve as a human species, as consciousness in a body. I hope that we can learn to love, to be, and to heal. I hope that we can dial in to that infinite potential within us. I love you. Namaskaram. Namaste, peace and love. Shannon Lynn. Aslatoma Sad Gamaya. Tamasoma Jodir Gamaya. Mrityorma Amratam Gamaya. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Lead me from the untruth to the truth. Lead me from the darkness to the light. Lead me from mortality to immortality. Om peace, peace, peace. Thank you for joining us on the Dialed In Podcast. This is your host, Shannon Lynn, 